For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. A restaurant manager dies after being attacked here in Glenwood South, just a block away from where he works. We're asking Raleigh's police chief what's being done to reduce the violence here. A local business review bombed and threatened over a case of mistaken identity from a viral video. We speak to the owner about what happened. We're not done with summer just yet. What to expect this holiday weekend and the new activity in the tropics. A live look at downtown Raleigh's skyline on this Friday. People going out tonight on Glenwood South will see more police in the popular nightlife spot. Thanks for joining us tonight. I'm Ashley Rowe. And I'm Dan Haggerty. There's some new numbers that show there have been 12 assaults and 17 weapons violations reported to RPD on Glenwood between Peace and Harwood and Hillsborough Streets rather in just the last 30 days alone. This is one of the latest victims of that violence. David Millette died this morning, nearly a week after being assaulted as bars were closing. WRL's Matt Tallhelm pressed the city's police chief for answers about safety in this part of the city. He describes Millette as a kind guy with a huge heart. He says he would have been here on a busy Friday night. Instead, the restaurant is now closed due to that tragic loss. You can see they're asking for thoughts and prayers right now as his co-workers mourn a friend and manager. Employees of Midwood Smokehouse circled around the high-top tables outside the barbecue restaurant. They didn't come here to clock in hours or collect tips. They wanted to be together to mourn a manager and friend, David Millette. Managing partner Cove Deramus was too shaken up to talk on camera, but he tells me Millette's death leaves a huge void at the restaurant. Deramus says he built a great restaurant by assembling a great group of people. His presence, his impact on these people was so strong that we can't even open today because everybody is so upset and devastated by his loss and his absence. Raleigh police say someone assaulted Millette here along Glenwood Avenue about a block from his restaurant. It happened around 2 a.m. last Saturday. He survived for six days in the hospital before dying from his injuries. We are working it as a homicide investigation, yes. I asked Raleigh Police Chief Estella Patterson what the department is doing to stop violence like this in Glenwood South. We've increased our presence of officers down in that area. We're going to continue to do that to make sure that we have vibrancy in that area, but also that it's a safe environment. Is this the vibrancy that you want to create here? Certainly not. Raleigh City Councilor Jane Harrison says improving safety is a priority. The last two weekends, police have closed Glenwood to traffic during the busy bar hours and put more officers on patrol in the nightlife district. We're watching and we're going to take care of business, you know, if something goes awry. Glenwood South Neighborhood Collaborative President Larry Miller says the increased police presence is making a difference. We hope that they find the resources to, and the resolve to continue that. Matt Tallhelm, WRL News, Raleigh. And Raleigh police tell us no one has been arrested in connection with that deadly assault. We're told investigators are still interviewing witnesses and going through surveillance video from the area. 
A man wanted for the murder of a teenager in Fayetteville was shot and killed this morning by a state trooper after a high-speed chase. 20-year-old Jalen Rout was clocked going over 100 miles per hour in a 70 zone in Johnston County. He led troopers into Wake County and ended in a grass lot near downtown Raleigh. Troopers say they attempted to arrest him when he started shooting. He was shot and killed by authorities. Rout was wanted in the murder of 17-year-old Anthony Adams that happened in January of 2021. Adams was killed in his front yard. WRAL spoke to Adams' mother today after hearing the news. We didn't get any justice. We didn't get our day in court to get justice. So it's, it's hard to really say how to feel right now. Trooper involved in the incident was Harrison Nazal of Johnston County. He is currently on administrative leave, which is standard procedure in a case like this. Right now, many families are heading to their holiday weekend destinations. Still one of the busiest times to be out on the roads. We have team coverage helping you navigate your holiday travel, plus a look at the current weekend forecast. First, for, the, of you, for those of you heading to the coast, we have a warning from officials about dangerous rip currents. Still a problem along the coast. Adalia is long gone, but that storm and other activity in the tropics still making some concerning unsafe conditions. The state has also issued a warning about harmful bacteria, possibly in those coastal waters because of the storm. People who weathered that storm this week were happy, though, to have one final sunny day before heading home. We had some good times. There were a few little rain showers here and there through the week. And then yesterday morning, probably around 530, that was probably the hardest um, wind that we felt at the house. And we definitely felt the, the top floors swaying a bit. Highway 12 is completely clear and passable, which is good. But DOT still asked to watch out for any crews working on that road to clear any excess sand or water. Taking a live look here at Carolina Beach. Boy, what an absolutely beautiful evening to usher in the holiday weekend. This is one of many beaches seeing dangerous surf. It doesn't look like it really right now, but it really is quite dangerous. Meteorologist Kat Campbell in the WRAL Severe Weather Center with the new rip current forecast for tomorrow. And that rip current threat remains high for the Outer Banks and extending down to about Surf City, a moderate risk for our southernmost beaches closer to Brunswick County. So we're going to keep an eye on this for you tomorrow. It could be adjusted. It's the preliminary forecast. The bottom line is that the rip current is not the risk is not zero anywhere. So please make sure you review your rip current safety. Two systems to tell you about that developed or redeveloped today. We have tropical depression number 12 all the way on the other side of the ocean and then tropical storm Gert actually redeveloped. It had fizzled out and faded. Neither poses a threat to the U.S. by any means or really any land. Franklin and Jose actually combined to some degree, but they're not going to strengthen and come together as any kind of superstorm or anything like that. For us, we've got great weather for Labor Day weekend locally. 84 tomorrow with the humidity staying low, but that will not last. So enjoy today. Enjoy tomorrow because the heat is coming back by Labor Day. We are back up to 96. I'll have more on what's triggering the big warm up coming up, Ashley. OK, Kat, thank you. And I'm Mark Boyle in the Live Center. Earlier this evening, we saw a lot of traffic out there on the roads. Right now at 7.06, no major issues. So if you're heading out tonight for dinner or heading to one of our beautiful beaches, now could be a good time to do so. Out on the roads, this is what it looks like. Still one issue, though, if you're heading out of Durham 85 uh, into the lakes there just before Creedmoor. There is one crash. One lane is blocked in that direction. All new right now at 7 o'clock, RDU is out with the social media tweet or X post, if you will, highlighted in yellow. This is the recommendation to arrive at least 
two hours before your departure. Pack extra time this weekend because they are expecting those roadways to have some congestion in and out of the airport. We'll continue to track the roads and the airports as well as the weather this weekend right here on WRAL. Back to you. Mark, thank you. Now, if you're like me, before you shop at a new business, you always read the reviews online. Well, there's a Raleigh business. It started receiving this backlash, poor reviews, all because of some mistaken identity. Now the owner is doing damage control over a situation that actually took place at a bike shop with the same name in San Antonio, Texas. WRL's Aaron Thomas is live outside PsychoLogic in Hills on Hillsborough Street. Man, this has to be stressful for that owner, Aaron. Dan, you know, it's certainly stressful and frustrating for a business when, you know, their main reputation, like any other business, is to make sure that their customers have quality service. Well, now this team here at Psychologic, they're putting the brakes on these bad reviews online after a case of mistaken identity. You got a new one-star review. Shop employees have no customer service skills. This is one of more than 20 customer reviews online targeting Psychologic and Raleigh. Owner Monori Sanchi-Spoon says the business has been swamped with one-star reviews. Digesting these crazy comments, and eventually I saw one that referenced what everyone was talking about, and it was this YouTube video. Here's part of that video. It shows a customer threatening to sue the owner of Psychologic in San Antonio, Texas. The customer claims the owner tried taking his bike because he refused to pay more than $500 for repairs. The customer says the original quote was for $150. The mistreatment captured at Psychologic in San Antonio led to misdirected comments and threats at the Raleigh bike shop with the same name. I just had never understood what sort of mob, mob mentality is like in, on the internet. And I mean, we were just getting a small percentage of what the real shop might be getting. And it was really stressful. <laughs> Yeah, this is just an example that shows you how powerful and influential social media is. On our late news beginning at 10 on Fox 50 and WRL News at 11, we'll explain what it took to get those comments online reviewed and how the owner here at Psychologic managed to maintain their reputation. Dan? That's a good, th I mean, so many people use those before they shop somewhere or won't go somewhere because of a bad review. It's so important. Glad they're getting it sorted out. Aaron Thomas live in Raleigh. Thanks, Aaron. The state Supreme Court upheld the death sentence in the murder of a Johnston County child. Jonathan Richardson was convicted of murdering four-year-old Tegan Skiba in 2010. During the trial, evidence showed the child was abused and tortured. Richardson's lawyers contested some of the evidence, even said the judge should not have hand handled the case. This weekend, family and friends will say their final goodbyes to Alicia Watts, the Moore County woman found dead after she was found missing for months. Watts' service will be held Sunday at 2 p.m. in Owens Auditorium at Sandhills Community College in Southern Pines. She will be buried at nearby Mount Hope Cemetery. Her boyfriend, James Dunmore, is charged with her murder. Dunmore is in jail on no bond. His next court date is on September 14th. Today, UNC's chancellor thanked the campus community for supporting each other during what has been a heartbreaking week on campus. Monday, of course, a professor was shot and killed in Condill Labs. A graduate student now arrested and charged with his murder. Still, we're not exactly sure why this happened. Here's part of the message Chancellor Kevin Guskowitz shared with students today. We experienced fear this week, fear for our own safety and for the safety of our friends and classmates. 
that fear has a real impact on us, on our brains, our bodies, and our sense of safety. A candlelight vigil is being held Tuesday night for Dr. Zijie Yen. It'll be at Cary Arts Center at 745. Tuesday is also a well-being day for Carolina students, which is a day without classes. Still ahead, the ACC is expanding. Coming up, a closer look at the teams joining the conference and what it could look like in the future. Plus, the floodwater is receding, but many businesses in hard-hit Whiteville say this is a constant problem and it's time for change. The ACC is expanding. The Atlantic Coast Conference is inviting Stanford, California, and SMU to join the league in the 2024-2025 year. This will bring the league's total membership to 18 schools. WRAL's Brian Murphy breaking this story for us this morning. He joins us now with what this will mean for the conference. Well, it means it's gone way out of its geographic footprint, right? This is a league that started in the mid-Atlantic and had eight members for a long time. Now it stretches from coast to coast, from Boston to Miami, uh, from, from Chapel Hill all the way out to Berkeley, California. Uh, and it gets to 18 teams, which is, you know, it's bulking up. It's adding stability in case there's more instability in college athletics. There was some pushback to this, uh, to this expansion and a couple of schools voted against this move, including North Carolina. Yeah, the biggest brands are against this. North Carolina, Clemson, and Florida State are the biggest brands in the ACC. They all voted no. I think that tells you something about where their future might lie. Uh, NC State was the swing vote. A couple weeks ago, we heard that they were against this. Uh, this morning, they voted for it. Um, I think they're looking more to the future. What happens if a Clemson and a Florida State were to leave the ACC? Do they have a future, or do they become the Pac-12, which has crumbled after its marquee schools left? What were some of the other concerns? I know there were some issues with the travel, because these students do have to now uh, make some pretty significant plane flights. Yeah, travel played a, a large role. And I think the other thing that Clemson, Florida State, and North Carolina were um, unhappy with is that the revenue just wasn't enough. There wasn't enough money coming from the additions of Stanford, Cal, and SMU to justify all the other stuff, to justify expanding the conference from coast to coast, to justify the travel for co college athletes. Some people, some, some diehard ACC folks were saying, hey, this is just the beginning of the end of the ACC. Is that a, what do you think about that take? Yeah, I mean, college athletics is always changing. The ACC is, as we knew it, as many of us grew up with it, is gone. It is no longer that nine-team league where everybody plays each other twice. It is now a league that spans from coast to coast. I think the ACC is all about survival at, at this point. With the SEC and the Big Ten generating such massive revenue, uh, the ACC had to do something, and I think this will provide some stability, some extra revenue, and may help them outlast the Big 12, which at this point is probably their biggest competitor. All right, mixing things up. We're seeing growth. Brian Murphy, thank you so much, uh, and good job breaking the story. Thank you. And as we talk about college, let's pivot to high school. Don't forget, it is Football Friday. You can watch all your favorite high school teams in action tonight here on WRAL. It kicks off at 11.35 p.m. Law enforcement wants you to be careful on the roads and in the water this holiday weekend. The Labor Day Booze It and Lose It campaign is underway. Statewide, you'll see stepped-up patrols watching for impaired drivers. You'll also see patrols on the waters watching for impaired boaters. The campaign lasts until Monday, September 11th. 
Floodwater in receding it, floodwater is receding rather in Columbus County, one of the hardest hit areas in the state from tropical storm Idalia. But now business owners are tasked with cleanup in order to get their doors back open. Many were still working to get water out of their businesses. They were using everything they could brooms, dryers, air pumps. The owner of a staple restaurant says this is a routine that he has been through before. After being hit so many times, you start and just quit wanting to get up. And uh, this ain't my first rodeo. I'm tired. I'm tired. Officials with the city and Duke Energy were out surveying damage today. FEMA and the Red Cross were also there offering their help as needed. Got to get you this photo of Beaufort right now. I mean, can you say welcome to the holiday weekend with anything more picturesque than this? Meteorologist Kat Campbell here. Kat, it is going to be a beautiful night to be out by the water, maybe uh, cozying up with a bonfire. Uh, you know, and if you can't be there, I feel like you should just pull up the Beaufort camera and watch the sunset on your TV this evening after the newscast ends. Boy, it is stunning outside tonight. Tonight, I'm thinking I'm going to do a little fire outside. Temperatures will be in the mid-50s for lows. That'll be very early tomorrow morning when we get that low. But if you need to get some fresh air in the house after, you know, a stuffy, a hot summer, it's a nice night to let in some fresh air. Our normal high as we head into the month of September is 86 to start. By the end of the month, the normal high is 78. Sounding a little more like fall by the end of September. And for the beginning of the month, the normal low is 67. Our low tonight is closer to the normal low at the end of the month. We do still have some 90 degree days in September. Our average last 90 degree day is September 12th, an average rainfall over four and a quarter inches. Remember, September's the peak of hurricane season, so this number is a little offset by some of the hurricanes that have moved through during the month of September and tropical storms. Outside tonight, nothing to worry about out there, though. It is beautiful. What a great night for baseball in Durham at the DBAP. 79 degrees. A lot of people out picnicking at Dix Park, 79 and 78 degrees in Fayetteville. Football weather is here tonight. Football Friday for the kids. It is great weather out there tonight at the high schools. Tomorrow, Winston-Salem State is going to be playing at NC Central. Kickoff is at 4 o'clock, 84 degrees, and by 8 o'clock, 74 degrees. But the summer heat is coming back, so do not get used to this fall-like weather. We're going to be right back in the 90s once we get to Sunday and all of next week. So tomorrow is the only day left in the 80s on our seven-day forecast. 84, that's what it'll feel like. By Monday, the heat index is near 99. We're up to 97 Tuesday with a heat index of 102 and by Wednesday mid 90s, but feeling more like 100. So definitely not taking on a fall like feel anytime soon. You just get this little bit of a break from the heat today and tomorrow. Labor Day, it's going to be awfully hot with temperatures in the mid to upper 90s across our area, even 90s at the coast in places. And this is why we've got this big ridge of high pressure building over the East Coast. For now, things are pretty quiet at the jet stream level, but the ridge, this arch you see here, begins to build in on Saturday over Texas, shifting to the east as we get into Sunday and next week. And that brings the 90s back to the forecast. Also, some pretty quiet weather along with it. We don't have very high rain chances, mainly dry with those hot temperatures to start the week, a 20% chance for rain Thursday, and a chance of a stray storm popping up on Friday as well. Ashley and Dan? You know, I think for all those folks who got inches of rain this week, yeah. seeing a a quiet week ahead is probably welcome news. That'll do. Thanks, Kat. Another comeback for a triangle landmark when live music will fill Raleigh's oldest movie theater once again. That's coming up.
Travis Scott adding a second Raleigh stop to his upcoming Utopia Circus Maximus tour. This guy's selling out uh, shows all over the country. Scott added 11 new dates on his tour after the initial tour dates all sold out. The October 13th tour date in Raleigh at PNC Arena is sold out too, but Scott will now be performing on October 14th as well and then playing a sold-out show in Charlotte on October the 11th. Good to be him. Live music is coming back to the Rialto. The uh, new owners of the theater in Raleigh's Five Points neighborhood are bringing back a concert series beginning in November. It'll feature Americana, R&B, and holiday music performers. This will be the first time Rialto has hosted live music guests since the early 2000s. The theater was known for its live music back in the 80s and the 90s. Fun. And hey, you can celebrate Labor Day at the Cumberland County Fair. The fairgrounds at the Crown Complex opened up at 5 o'clock today for the first time. From now through September 10th, you can come out and enjoy food and rides and music and so much more. And that cow. <laughs> Tickets are $10 for people 13 and older, $5 for kids. You can buy them at the gates or online at the crowncomplexnc.com. You can also purchase ride wristbands for $30 per person on the Midway. You can take the train to and from the North Carolina State Fair again this year, and tickets are now on sale. NC by Train will make two trips to Gate 2 each day. The special train stop is also wheelchair accessible. Find more information at ncbytrain.org. The State Fair runs October 13th through the 22nd. It's coming up. I'm excited for it. Uh, this is uh, one of our favorite stories of the day. Journalist, photographer. Mm-hmm. Cat rescuer. A WRL for a journalist. Uh, you see Vinny there. He saved this tiny kitten today. Vinny's wife heard a noise before she got into her car to head home from work. She couldn't tell where it was coming from, so she drove away. 35 minutes later into the drive, she heard it again at home and discovered a little pile of orange fur beneath the car. So Vinny showed up, climbed underneath, and found this little guy. Vinny and his wife adopted her, named her Maple. I love every single part of the story. It's a perfect name. Uh, he, so he gave her a bath about a couple yeah. hours ago. Did uh, not go great. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We need to do an update on that story. I want to see yeah, that picture. Exactly. <laughs> Our new mascot, Maple. Exactly. Thanks for joining us tonight and making WRL your choice for local news. Have a great holiday weekend. Our next newscast is at 10 on Fox 50 and 11 on WRL. Have a great night. Keep watching WRAL News over the air channel 34 and Spectrum channel 1257. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.